Well, hey, welcome back to the X. That was stop a, it. Sorry. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> Let's just leave that in there. What was that? I don't know. It just came out. I like okay. it. Okay. If you're, so mind you of Degeneration X from all your wrestling days. Yeah, but no. Oh, okay. 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 The X podcast. Yeah. Welcome back. So it'll be great if anybody's watching on YouTube. <laughs> I enjoy really, that moment. I really hope you're not. I have a question. What's that? You seen any good movies lately? Oh my! Uh, other than Top Gun, yes, Top Gun was so top, good. Top movie, so good. Summer, um, yeah. I did see. That Not was, about the top movie, but it was great. No, that was the best movie this summer. Mm. That movie is great. It's Stop great, it! It's a great Stop. movie. I just wonder if it's the best movie. It's the best movie. Okay, I have um, the blessed. I actually saw. Someone told me they thought it was bad, terrible. I went and saw it when I was in Houston. I actually liked it. The last um, Jurassic Park. I loved it. I uh, liked it a lot. A lot of, there, people were very they, divided on it. Why? But it, how can you throw in a Jurassic Park movie and not just love it? It was I, so good. I thought the plot was kind of odd. I thought the way they, the whole narrative of it was a little bit different. And I think they could have done more with it. But but I loved it. I, I enjoyed it. I kind of thought it was fascinating. The whole dude creating a little world somewhere over on the mm-hmm. other side. And, yeah. and I don't know. I love I, how I, Velociraptors have turned from the biggest threat to the biggest pet. Oh yeah! Now there's the real big boys. Yeah. Not even the T Rex. No. So, but whatever that other thing was, it was. It, I actually watched in the gym the other day. It was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, this YouTube video of actual archaeologists and scientists watching clips of all the Jurassic parks and dissecting what oh, was my. accurate, what was inaccurate, what they liked, what they enjoyed. It's really interesting. That's funny. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, so I have been on a. I, I go in phases where I won't see a movie forever, and then I'll go and I'll just and I I've just been in a mood lately to. Uh, lose myself in story and to watch movies. So I've actually seen a phone? lot of movies. You lost yourself in story. So on the Black phone? Top Gun was great. I, I did see Black Phone. It was supposed to be a psychological thriller. It was a little gorier than I was expecting, <laughs> but it was pretty good. Um, I saw Jurassic World. I saw Thor. I left early. I was sleepy oh. and I kind of lost myself in it. You um, went and saw Thor. Oh yeah, is is all right. Yeah. People either loved it or hated it. That was another movie people loved or hated. I saw a movie actually this past weekend that is my favorite movie of the nope. summer. Um, notebook? Nope. Nope. No, I've heard of that. I want to see Nope with Peel. I'm George trying to Peele guess. Anyone? I'm trying to guess this movie. No. Okay, you gonna keep guessing? Well, this is one. That's I want to see. It. My mom saw Elvis. I want to kind of. I kind of uh, want to see the new Elvis. Yeah, I heard I it's good. I don't know if I care. But there's a movie. That came out that has gotten like no publicity whatsoever. Okay. I literally had to check the times, watch the trailer. But it's my favorite movie I've seen in a while. It was just so fun. It was called The Gray Man. Oh, The Gray Man. With yeah. Ryan Gosling. No, it's coming out on July 22nd on Netflix. Oh. Or, or Amazon. Well, I saw it in theaters this yeah. weekend, and it was action it was from beginning to okay. end. I loved it. I have wanted to see loved The it, Gray loved Man. Loved it. I've wanted to see it. And, and it's then, coming out. Um, last night, because I still kind of have my Netflix uh, subscription, <laughs> I actually watched a movie that's just, a, I think it's just a Netflix original that was really, really good. Um, I've, I've got to still finish the last like 20 minutes, but it is, it has a lot of people in it. It has, um, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds, Jennifer Garner. Oh. It's called uh, The. Uh, it's called The Atom Project. Oh, I think I it's saw it. It's a time it. travel movie. Yeah. It is actually was it good? really, really good. I think I started I it and then it. we didn't finish it. But I thought it was really good. Anyways, okay. okay. Um, what? Uh, I have a question mm. based on kind of talking about movies. Um, 
What do you... I, I'm trying to picture what you do on the weekends. Well, um, as I said in the previous episode, been working on a deck. You've been working on a deck. Literally. Well, for fun. I've been working on a deck. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fun. Yeah. But I feel like that's all I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Well, I did a bit of traveling in June. Yeah. So I feel like I wasn't around for yeah. a lot of those. Yeah. Um, but on Fridays, actually, mm-hmm. previous Friday, recently, we went to Easton for the day. Okay. So I went to Easton, went and did some shopping, mm-hmm. getting ready for a wedding and some other things. Mm-hmm. So at the time of recording this, so I, that, a lot of times that's, we end up kind of going out to lunch, Laurel and I, mm-hmm. and doing something like that on Fridays. Mm, that's cool. Um, it's kind of a relaxed day. I usually still work out in the morning. Yeah. Sometimes wash my car. Um, something I've been thinking about lately, um, kind of want to have a quick conversation over, is uh, the whole idea of recreation. Yeah. We, so you, myself, Trey, Tucker, Zach, we flew in to Daytona. I don't know when this episode will come out. Probably in a few weeks, but, or if you're listening to it right now. Uh, but we flew into Daytona, went to Passion Camp. One of the leader sessions, this camp for middle and high school students, thousands pack out this ocean uh, center arena. And we were able to, as adults, go into the leader sessions and really influential, uh, kind of famous pastor leader, Ben Stewart, was giving a talk really on resilience, on how do you make it in this mm-hmm. thing of leadership, especially nowadays. And he, and he talked about this really interesting concept that he had read in a book about the three rings of, that addicts use when mm-hmm. they're trying to live a healthy, integrated life. And, number, and, and like the number one ring is, okay, what are, what are your temptations? What, what is it that you're trying to avoid? And so, you know, you, whatever you're- Is that the smallest ring? That's the smallest that's ring. That's the bullseye. That's, that's the bullseye. Because like, that's what most addicts think about. Right. How do I not be addicted to this? Right. Right? Right. How do I that's not be addicted to this? So this is, I mean, this is like as simple as don't drink alcohol. Don't yeah. look at porn, whatever it may be. Right. Then you have the ring outside of that, which is, okay, these are the things that lead to the thing. So these are the if if you're an alcoholic, when I go to a bar, that would be in the outer ring because that would probably lead you to mm. drinking. Or gotcha. if if I'm looking at if I am online late at night by myself, yeah. that would probably lead to this if mm-hmm. my temptation is pornography, that kind of thing. So, anyways, long story short, then there's the third ring, and he was thinking, okay, is this the thing that leads to the thing that leads to the thing? Right. What is it? And the guy shocked me. He said, No, these are the things that give you life. These are the things you do for fun. These are the things that actually fill you up. This is the redemptive outlet so that you don't pursue a destructive outlet. These are the things, maybe for you, it is basketball. Maybe for you, it is surfing. Maybe for you, it's a hobby. But what are those things? And Ben Stewart, he talked about how he he filled out the outer ring, came back, talked to the person. The person said, I want to talk about how sad and pathetic your outer ring is. Because Ben Stewart just put, "Uh, I like to read books. Um, I love Jesus. (laughs) And and the guy's like, okay, that is pitiful. So anyways, that really spoke to me because I have already, and I think by the time this episode comes out, I may have already spoken a message in our church context on rhythms, creating rhythms in your life that give you life. And one of the things that I was already thinking about is this whole idea of recreation. And part of it is because I I have a friend that for a few years worked at a large church in Texas, and and he had the, the privilege 
to host really influential speakers when they would come in to speak, mm-hmm. uh, really influential authors, some of some of the leaders most recognized in the world. And he would pick their brains. He would ask them questions. And I remember one time he told me that, you know, as, as a lot of leaders, church leaders were starting to fall morally and getting in trouble and just leaders all over the world. He asked them, he's like, what is the common denominator? Mm-hmm. And and this person is actually Rich Wilkerson Jr. told him, he said, um, he's talking about my buddy Logan. He said, uh, they, the common denominators, they didn't have any hobbies. And you, cause you're thinking, okay, the common denominator of somebody that blows up their life is probably, uh, uh, they didn't pray enough. Mm. They didn't read the Bible enough. They didn't, didn't have and, accountability. And, and, didn't and have, they didn't have an accountability. And he shocked him. He said, no, the common denominator is they didn't have a hobby. They had no outlet. They had no healthy part of their life that when the pressures of life, the tension of life mounted, uh, all, all they did was they were either workaholics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so his, his basic thing was, if you don't have an outlet, uh, then you're probably going to go to a bottle or a forbidden person. Mm. Um, and so it, it was so funny because he, he looked at my, my buddy who's young in ministry and he said, bro, you got to learn how to have fun. He said, the most spiritual thing I can tell you is you need to find a sport or a hobby. He's talking to your friend. Interesting. He's talking to my friend. And he said, bro, you, you need to like laugh more. He's like, you need to get out and learn to get around people. He said, that is the greatest advice I could give you. Here's this influential leader saying, the greatest advice I can give you is you need to have more fun and you need to get out and find something you And enjoy. be less spiritual. And be less spiritual. <laughs> and I just was like, I man, that. That, that's such an interesting thought. And so, and all of us, whether you're in a church context or leadership context or not, uh, it, it's, it's true that we are holistic beings, mind, body, soul, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and it, it can almost seem like counterintuitive in really tough times, or maybe a really tough season in your life, or when the world's falling apart, that I'm going to do something for fun. It almost sounds like a luxury. And so I just want to, just quick conversation. Is it a luxury or is it a necessity? Mm-hmm. It's interesting during um, World War II, there's, there's this anecdote that Winston Churchill, uh, every single night during the war, would uh, spend two hours reading a book. Yeah. And, and it's really interesting when you study history that all of these influential leaders, um, they actually prioritized leisure. Mm. They would prioritize mm. recreation. They would prioritize doing something that replenished them and refreshed them. Well, and wasn't the part of, if I remember Ben Stewart talking about, that if you don't, I think the part is almost like it was like a bullseye. What do you focus on? Mm-hmm. And if you only focus on trying not to do what's on the inner ring. Yeah. You, you're going right. to, you're going to fail. Yeah. It, it's kind of like a, it's all connected. Yeah. And what does it look like to actually put your energy and your focus mm-hmm. into the outer ring? Yeah. And I think for. It's like the greatest strategy isn't defense, but offense. Right. I agree. And I think that is hard for different groups of people. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard for achievers. Mm-hmm. I think people that have put such a high priority on achieving something, accomplishing something, mm-hmm. building something, creating something, mm-hmm. launching something, leading something. Mm-hmm. People put such a high priority on that. They, they divest, mm-hmm. but they don't really, mm-hmm. all of their energy into that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, divest would be like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna do here, here, here. No, they kind of just holistically divest themselves into that. So the, mm-hmm. the work hours are that, the leisure hours are that, mm-hmm. you know, the sleeping hours are that because mm-hmm. they're not sleeping very much. 
And so I think achievers, let me just say it this way. I think what's really hard about mm-hmm. that is that people who are driven mm-hmm. tend to feel guilty mm-hmm. about taking time for leisure. Mm-hmm. You're not creating. Yeah. You're not producing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think sometimes too, you, if you're, depending on what seat you're in and mm-hmm. what you do for life or what kind of responsibilities you have, you feel like I I, I will never get it done. I, I feel I, like I have too much to do. Mm-hmm. And so you feel guilty when you stop to go do something fun. Right. Well, not just people that are driven. I, you know, I know sometimes with us being two, two males, it can be easy to, to uh, miss the female perspective. But I feel like just as You're much— You're saying women aren't driven? No, but I'm, oh. I'm adding something. <laughs> women are very so driven. I, so I was trying to get you in trouble. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, but, uh, m- but mom guilt's the thing. Yeah. Like I know uh, there, there's so many women I know that, um, it's not just, yes, they're very, very driven women, but they're very, very caring women mm-hmm. that, um, I mean, I have, I know a lot that that is so easy and yeah. second nature for them to care for their kids, but the idea for them to invest in themselves, take time for themselves, to have any ounce of, for lack of better words, self care, to let themselves rest, to do something that replenishes them. The to first do, time, to do that, first time. A mom leaves her kids with someone oh else to go off yeah. and do something fun, whether it's a night or overnight yeah. or do whatever. Mom guilt. Yeah, I'm, my wife has felt that. It's mm-hmm. it's funny guys don't seem to have as much <laughs> guilt over that for whatever reason, but moms really do. So I think is that's there, a great is there point. no dad guilt. Uh, there's not a lot. <laughs> I, there definitely seems to live more with the mom. Yeah. I think there's more of an attachment. There's, But I do think, mm-hmm. but, but some of that is probably comes to there is a specific responsibility sure. and weight that moms feel more than sure. dads. Why? Because they carried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they maybe nursed the baby. Well, I think they probably, provided for yeah. that child in a way that mm-hmm. the dad maybe didn't or couldn't. And mm-hmm. so there is an attachment and um, mm-hmm. just a, a reciprocating type of experience that moms have with mm-hmm. babies, just naturally in the way we're created, you know, yeah. just reproduction, the way it's created for um, that. I think moms probably feel that guilt. Mm-hmm. And so I, I agree though. That's another yeah. great, I think as well, let me throw another category in there. So you have really driven mm-hmm. people. You can have highly caring mm-hmm. or however we want to put that category. It could mm-hmm. be moms. It could be dads. It could mm-hmm. be whatever, it, you know, you, mm-hmm. uh, because you could get the same thing the other way around, taking care of your parents. Mm-hmm. You get the same way sure. you're supposed to be taking care of an elderly mm-hmm. parent. You're supposed to be taking care of someone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a parent that's that's uh, either disabled or sick or it could be vice right. versa with a kid. And you, just, you feel terrible right. if you're like, I can't go away right. for a weekend and leave mm-hmm. them with somebody else. I would feel terrible, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's two categories that would probably struggle with this. I think I want to throw another category in there. I think highly spiritual mm, yeah. people. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've been around some people <laughs> that are, um, and I, I kind of hope I'm not like this, but they're, so spiritual, mm-hmm. make me feel bad. Um, they're they're so spiritual <laughs> yeah. that the idea of going to do fun, like I've seen this uh, mentality play out in Christian subcultures mm-hmm. that we need to suffer, mm, yeah, suffer for the Lord. Calvary, we, we need we need to suffer. Yes, we you know Via de la Rosa. We need mm-hmm. to suffer for Christ in everything we do. Now, there's a point in which it makes sense that if you're going to suffer be- for your faith in the culture that you're in to represent Christ. In mm-hmm. other words, if I'm going to 
love somebody who hates me, mm-hmm. a neighbor. Okay, mm-hmm. there could be some of that. There could be I'm going to suffer because someone's going to make fun of me at work mm-hmm. or school because of what I believe and how I'm going to live. Mm-hmm. I'm going to that's but mm-hmm. this general idea that we just suffer for suffer's sake. Yeah. We just need to suffer for suffer's sake. Yeah. And we just need to, you know, we need to suffer in life. And, and it's almost like the poverty gospel. There's a suffering gospel. Well, it, it, I'll throw out a saint, right? St. Francis of Assisi. Mm. Like, I don't even remember his story. I know there's an old movie my parents had me watch when I was younger called Brother, Son, Sister, Moon. Have you ever I've seen that? I've heard of this. It's, I a, it's it. a really, really old, old, hmm. but kind of classic movie. I, I don't I don't want to say anything negative about St. Francis of Assisi because he, he was, he was somebody amazing. who he was amazing yeah. given. But he literally, in taking a vow of absolute like poverty and everything, mm-hmm. at one part, I mean, I remember this because I'm a kid watching this movie. He takes off all of his clothes, <laughs> all of it, and leaves it all behind and walks away. Oh, wow. And just starts walking away, like to another village, to mm-hmm. another. Nothing. He has zero. Mm-hmm. Not even clothes on his back. Hmm. And uh, you just see his naked buttocks as he walks out of frame. Naked buttocks. <laughs> as he walks out of frame. Can this be the clip for so, this year. Naked this buttocks. Yeah. Um, but, but just that mm-hmm. idea was just almost a sense of he was giving it all up. And I, mm-hmm. I understand that. So I, I just think it was a really powerful story uh, in his day. But I think we have somehow translated that mm-hmm. into um, I can't have a life that I enjoy. Right. Yeah, fun. That is fun. And then fun is not spiritual. That's what I mean. It's, it's just not spiritual. You know, like, what's, you know what's really sad is I, this, um, like 15 years ago, I, I was in a, I had a very spiritual summer. Mm. I mean, very spiritual. Oh. A lot of fasting. Yeah. A lot of hours of prayer. And it was a great summer. God did a lot. But, you know, I mean, I was, I was early in college years, still maturing, still finding balance in ways and i don't know why but I, I i fell into that trap i mean i've always been somebody who laughs too much has a lot of fun you do laugh honest. too I much laugh a lot. and when you get going yes. oh my god but, but but i i i had this summer where i i became like more serious than usual i'll never forget like we came from like a church meeting and my buddy caleb was just so funny so good natured hilarious a great time like <laughs> we we went to i remember a group of us went to Waffle House. I don't remember why I remember this late at night. And we got out of his car and someone sent in a, um, like a really urgent prayer request. And we're like, okay, let's pray here now. So we, we prayed in, in Waffle House. And at the end of the prayer, someone like honked because it probably looked weird because <laughs> we were standing face each other praying. And, and I started laughing. I said, oh, I was like, man, I was in the deep in prayer. And then I laughed and blah, blah. And, and he goes, Oh, so he goes, and he called me out. He goes, oh, do you think that canceled the prayer because you had joy? <laughs> because you because you laughed? And I was like, man. I, and then I realized in that moment, I started falling into this. Isn't it weird how we don't think fun is spiritual? Yeah. But fun is spiritual. God designed all of the human emotions. He designed the whole gamut of human experiences. Mm-hmm. And, and God designed us to have joy. And there, I think one of the ways that we fall into traps is when we fall into extremes. Mm-hmm. And it can be easy, especially as a follower of Jesus, to fall into, uh, I think one, one, of the, one of the keys to living a healthy life is to manage the tensions, right? right? So for instance, you have, you, have, you have Christians that fall into spiritual warfare. So everything's spiritual Every, warfare. Yeah. I am a civilian. I, I'm not a civilian. I am a soldier of Jesus. I am in battling darkness. Well, that's true. But if you live every moment like you're in battling darkness or you have ones that are like, 
will know I am just um, a, a child of my father, so I'm just going to live as this carefree. Well, that's true, but there's also time to be on mission. Mm-hmm. And I think we get in trouble when we, when, when, when we don't have, um, when we don't manage the tensions well. And one of the things I've been thinking about lately is on this world, while I'm living in this world, how do I, how do I uh, for lack of better words, how do I manage the tension of battle and beauty? That I, I, I am on a world um, where I am, there is spiritual warfare, there, there, there is a mission at stake, there is something serious, I, I do want to live with intention, but I'm also ca- called while I'm in this world to, to cultivate a life of joy and to s- see a well, sunset. What about the people that find beauty in battle? Hmm. Yeah. So, no, no. I don't know about that. I don't know about you that. Know, it made me but think you know of, what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I, I'm called to enjoy life. Yeah. And to be on mission. I'm called yeah. to weep with those who weep and to laugh and enjoy a oh. book and enjoy a cup of coffee. And, and, and there, I think that the, the older you get, the more you, I, I hope I learn the rhythm and the tension of living in how both. About, how about this? Made me think about something I told you that stood out to me mm-hmm. um, just in the book of Ecclesiastes. And, but like what you were just saying, you know, um, even in Ecclesiastes, it talks about how there's a time for every activity under the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it says on there, mm-hmm. there's a time to weep and a time to laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there is a season for yeah. every, you know. There's mm-hmm. a, and so to to live in just one of them, we mm-hmm. miss it. But I was the book of Ecclesiastes, is my favorite Old Testament book, and mm-hmm. um, but it's you know, here's a guy who spends his whole life trying to pursue mm-hmm. um, everything that he thinks will bring meaning into his yeah. life because the whole book's about meaningless. He thinks yeah. life is meaningless. Solomon, at the very right. end of his life, who has chases money and he chases performance and he chases knowledge and he chases mm-hmm. everything you can imagine. And basically the resolve that he comes to, I love this uh, this verse I was reading. It just made me pause and, and think about life and you know, especially as somebody who wants to build and achieve and do things like that. Am I missing out on life because I live with a destination mindset that mm-hmm. one day when I get mm-hmm. there, then I'll enjoy life yeah. versus what does it look like to learn how to enjoy the journey yeah. and to enjoy yeah. life as you go. And I love mm-hmm. what he says kind of after he goes through all these things that he tried to find meaning and he couldn't find it. And he says, uh, a person can do nothing better. I mean, again, I take this in, in stride with kind of where his mindset was, but right. a person can do nothing better than to eat and drink and find satisfaction in their own toil, their own work. This too, I see is from the hand of God for without him, who can eat or find enjoyment mm. Yep. to the person who pleases him. God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. It's mm. good. I was like, Oh man, that's, that is, that's yeah. good. Like, yeah. you know, and so I do think that, what is it? The runner? Should, Sorry. Go ahead. No, I just, I just think it is a, it is a, a beautiful picture to mm-hmm. to hold that tension and say there's a time to work and there's a time to labor mm-hmm. and a time to, but there has to also be time mm-hmm. for you to enjoy life yeah and if you live with a one day because mm-hmm. i think we do that well i'll sleep when i'm dead just said that the other night mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife laughed about it and said how many times have we said that? It's so stupid. It's not yeah. true, right? I'll right. sleep when I'm dead. No, right. I'm going to burn the candle from both ends because mm-hmm. I got so much to do. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I will um, enjoy life when I retire. Mm. It's like, well, but if you live with that attitude, you'll yeah. probably die once you retire. Right. Well, why you not know? create a life you enjoy exactly. every day starting today? I think it's what we need to do. What's the what's the runner uh, chariots of fire that old oh, Christian Eric Little? Movie? Eric Little that, Eric um, Little? that said, when I run, I feel the pleasure, pleasure of, God. of God. Yeah. Like, I'm, 
I mean, even just, I mean, you're a father. I'm, sh- I'm sure that you take joy when, when your daughters are studying and pursuing great things. And I imagine you also have joy when they're laughing. Oh, gosh. And playing and enjoying life. That's, yeah, I don't really find joy because when they're studying and pursuing stuff, right. I end up having to do the you, work. You and created stressful. them to enjoy you. <laughs> and like, and I, I think I enjoy God, hanging out. God created us um, to enjoy him and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And as we do that, I think we create the kind of lives that people actually look in on and say, hey, what well, do you have? It's So my favorite part of you made reference to this trip to Daytona. Mm-hmm. The conference was great. Mm-hmm. My favorite part might have just been when yeah. we hung out. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, the, it was the, so good. Driving in a car for an hour and a half. Yes. And they, the jokes. The and jokes the, and the laughter. The laughter you know, and, the, uh, and a certain someone um, peeing by the side of the road. <laughs> that was amazing. another certain someone who was this close to getting a belly ring. Yeah. Uh, and it's not a girl. Uh, so the, just the, these are the, honestly, you know these are the memories that yeah. I have from those moments. And that I think that is part of what helps me enjoy mm-hmm the life and, you know, and even ministry. It's like, I, I mean, there was so much so great about that trip, but yeah, those are the moments that I kind of remember the most. Those are the highlights for me. And our souls need that. Yeah. Our and souls not feel guilty for that. And not feel guilty. Like that's the, like life is short and, yeah. and, and that's, and it's crazy. I mean, we talked about, you talked about Elijah, I think this past Sunday, but isn't it crazy how when Elijah was depressed, God didn't wake him up and say, pray more. No, I mean, I, we always need to pray more. I'm sure. But God woke him up and said, you need to eat some good food. He baked him a donut. And said, "Eat it, um, uh, bread. Maybe it has like, some sugar in it, but we'll but, just say." But it's crazy. Like I, um, it's so sometimes what we think. I, I stopped a uh, a girl two weeks ago on a Sunday that I knew had been having some mental health struggles, some anxiety, and I was like, "You know, how are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, I, um, you know, I, I got on a new medication." But so what I'm about to say, I would not normally say this. I have relational equity with this mm-hmm. person, and we've had these conversations. But I challenged them, and I said, "Okay," I said, "But can I ask you a couple questions?" So yeah, I was like. When was the last time you exercised? And she's like, oh, I haven't. I was like, when was the last time you had good community where you laughed? Oh, I, I haven't. I've been isolating. When was the last time you did this? And I just said, look, I'm, I'm glad we're in a place where um, uh, mental health is no longer taboo in the church for the most part and even having medication. Yeah. I said, but I just want to remind you, you're a holistic being and that for your mental, emotional, and spiritual health, all of those parts matter. Yeah. Community recreation, yeah. um, exercise, life, that all feeds into it. And like you said, like it is not unspiritual. It's so funny how we segment our lives. Uh-huh. Sunday morning, that's really spiritual. Yeah. But my time to enjoy, God created laughter. God created Or food. that we can't God come to church joy. and have fun. And we can't have you know, You know what's crazy is I, a couple weeks ago, um, a few people from the church, uh, uh, shout out, it was Paige, Tommy, and Hope, we went to a Clippers game mm-hmm. on a Sunday afternoon. Went to Cl- Clippers. We just, it was one of those, just those, one of those perfect evenings. We laughed, had so much fun. And then we left early, talked to Torchies, mm-hmm. new favorite taco pl- place. It just kind of, we were like, let's go to Torchies. I talked him into it. I was like, you've got to try it. None of them tried it. We drove to Torchies, ate, I'm talking about like food coma. And, and and I say this for a reason. Had nothing. I, I had like a sparkling water to drink. It, it was, wasn't a margarita. It wasn't a margarita. It was sparkling water. <laughs> I say that because on the way home, on the way home, we put on some of our favorite songs, and the sun was setting. Sang to the top of our lungs. I started texting, calling someone. They said, "Are you 
are you have you had something to drink? Drunk? And I said, honestly, I said it sounds so cliche, but I feel so high on life right now. Like I, my, mm. the, my cup felt so full. Yeah. And um, and and so That's like cool. kind of back to the whole recreation thing. I had a similar moment in 2020 where. Uh, on my quote unquote Sabbath days, my soul days on Saturdays, I go to Skillet, this restaurant in German Village. And the guy behind the, the bar, Patrick, he would always invite me to go with him sometime to jujitsu class. Yeah. And I was just no. like, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, I'll, yeah, but you never do it. Yeah. And one day I told him, I said, you know, what? I'm going to take you up on that offer. So I went one random Thursday night to this hole-in-the-wall jujitsu place in German Village. Did you get your gi out of the closet? No, but they you, they made me wear one. They gave me one. Oh, they did. Yes. What um, what belt did they give you? Pretty white. Sure it was white. Yeah. Sure it was white. Yeah. yeah. And for two hours, I got. Can I just say this, the, the crap beaten out of me, dude? I, you had a black eye. I rolled. You I had rolled. a black eye. Well, well, I had people, people thought I had hickeys. I had cuts <laughs> all over my neck because it was stranglehold night. So after <laughs> oh, after twenty to thirty night. minutes of endurance training and rolling and flipping on the mat and all these things, we 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 had takedown sessions. Then we had. People would choke. It was chokehold yeah, night, yeah, and he had to get out of it. And I was bruised and cut and injured and on cloud freaking nine. I left that place, and I called someone, and they said, you sound so full. They said, you sound like you are. And I was. I, was I like, just got my butt kicked. I, 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 it was so much fun. <laughs> but how, like, sometimes I heard John Bevere say this because John Bevere is very special. Spiritual, very yes, serious, very. very serious. So this kind of surprised me, but he said one time he was just studying scripture and, and he was asking, God, would you help me understand this? Would you help me? And he said he heard God almost as clear and audibly as he'd ever heard, said, John, close the Bible and go play football. <laughs> he's like, Lord, is that, is that you? And he's like, John, and he said, as clear as he ever heard God, close the Bible and go play football. And I just think- I we, picture him going outside playing football <laughs> by himself. <laughs> <laughs> throw it again. go get it. But so hey, bit. sometimes we can be so scholarly in life uh-huh. that we miss the point of it. What is it? Proverbs says, "Much study wearies the soul." Yeah, you can you can be so mm. even even spiritually, you can be so scholarly that you miss the point of it all. Mm. Yeah, how do you enjoy God? Mm-hmm. How do you enjoy life? Yeah, and if He made us to laugh, part and of laughter is enjoying is life. Medicine. Yes. Laughter is it the is. best medicine. That's why I always try to give a lot of good medicine. You, your laugh is the best. <laughs> Thank you. So I think at the, at the whole point of this. Well, here's my question for you. A, yeah. What are your hobbies? Oh, my. Uh, working on a deck. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a hobby. Oh, that's not a hobby. Okay. Uh, working out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can that be a hobby? Yeah. Uh, because it's, uh, it's not a profession. It's replenishing. It's, it is replenishing. If it's I, replenishing, it's... If I miss it, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I, working out, I do it about four times a week. It is a high priority for me, mm-hmm. and so to me, that is one of the things I just I love to do. I love weights, and I don't love cardio, but I do the cardio. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like I like doing that, and staying mm-hmm. in shape. Um, that's big for me. I like on Fridays. It's kind of become a hobby, uh, spending time with my wife. Go do something. Mm-hmm. We really enjoy doing that. Um, I like, like what? What do you do? Um, we'll go out. There's like to like either a favorite restaurant. Mm-hmm. We'll go to a couple stores, um, do some shopping, just stuff mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. I, it's about the pace, and mm-hmm. it's about you know mm-hmm. going to that. Um, I've said this before. Now I have not done it this year. I think I've just been so busy. I did it quite a bit last year, but I really have been into competitive shooting, mm-hmm. and so I was doing that probably once or twice a month. Mm. 
and uh, and on Saturdays, Saturday mornings. And uh, I've been thinking about that. I haven't done it all this year. I've been so busy with the book mm-hmm. and the release. And mm-hmm. so I haven't. Need to get back I at know, it. I, I know. So I would do that. Um, I uh, also, a hobby that I had for a very long time uh, that I kind of have fallen away from a little bit was playing golf. Mm. Um, so I really enjoyed playing golf. Uh, I've, lately, me and golf haven't been on speaking terms, and mm. so it just hasn't been real pretty. I I'll go some, with you. I need some new clubs. I, I did go when I was in Houston, uh, driving range, and it mm. kind of – it's funny because I think hobbies, like a, a lot of other things, is when you make time to do it, you find yourself enjoying it more and more and wanting to do it more. Yes, but and the you're always glad you, when you make yourself yes, do it. Yes, and then the moment you kind of stop doing it for a long time, it's really hard to get back to doing it. Yeah. People say the same thing about working out. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't work out for a long time, and it's just like, I can't do it. But when you right. do it all the time, you're like, I want to do this. Yeah. And so, um, and friends, like, I really love going over to, you know, we'll go over to – we had a lot of times this summer going over to Tran Jessica's house and they got a pool mm-hmm. and, um, you know, going over and just hang out and yep. go swimming, go do things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably don't have a, a ton, mm-hmm. but those are probably some movies. I like, mm-hmm. I, have I, a me- I have a membership movies. at a movie theater place where you get a free ticket every month and all that. And so I like going to the movies. Mm-hmm. I really do. I'll go with sometimes with another pastor friend of mine, Pastor Matthew. He loves yeah. movies. And yeah. so I actually owe him a movie view right now. And so we'll, you know, but I love going to movies. Mm-hmm. That's something that I could probably do that yeah. once a week, yeah. once every other. I probably don't once a month, yeah. but I could probably easily go to a movie once a month just for the experience. I did, yeah. I did when I was in Houston by myself. Yeah, I went to a, I went to a movie. I had time to yeah. kill by myself, and I went yeah. and saw a movie. That's where I saw Jurassic World. Yeah, it's so. I just think uh, that we're not talking unhealthy levels of self indulgence. We're no. talking about self investment. We're no. talking about refreshment, replenish, enjoying life. What about you? Uh, you like um, coffee. I mean, I love coffee shops. Um, I mean, I love going to coffee shops and reading. Although I got to be careful. Like sometimes I think I need to read more during the week and less during the weekend. But and it, for me, it's also types of reading. Yeah, reading for enjoyment so or re- reading to learn. Reading for um, – I heard Robert Morris say sometime that one time that on his Sabbath, he doesn't, read, he doesn't read anything that he would apply during the week. Yeah. So fiction or memoir or something like mm. that. Um, but, but I also like to move more – I actually heard Matt, Matt Chandler say, I thought this was interesting. He said, if during the week you work with your mind, then Sabbath with your hands. Hmm. Sounds like you need a house. And so... You'll have plenty so, of uh, stuff you can do with your hands. So I've fallen in love. This isn't really a hobby, but I, I've said this multiple times. I've fallen in love with walks. On, on my Saturdays... You walk your hands? No. But, oh. With your body. <laughs> like, I walk... I usually... Dur- during the week, I'll average about 8,000 steps. On Saturdays, I, I, I average close to 20,000 steps. Mm. I will walk for miles. I'll run and, and walk and mm. walk through the parks and like, um, but hobby gym. That's yeah. like a daily outlet. That yeah. is my. I, I leave straight from work every day straight to the gym. Um, and and that, you don't leave the gym till like ten o'clock. Yeah, unless I have something. You're I'll, there for four hours. I'm usually there. For, no, I mean usually it's less than usually it's an hour and a half to two hours. Okay. Um, I mean, because part of it too but, is but like, half of your gym time is social time. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is a good. It's 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 a good and bad thing, but we. There's a great community at our gym right now yeah. of, of friends. And that's, so that's part of it. It's yeah. a great community. I love it. But I, I like to work out for an hour, and then I, you make fun of me, but I love the sauna to me. I, the sauna mm. is so relaxing. So I'm We're going to have to put that in the category of hobbies. Yes, that's hobby. Um, I have been begging Phil Wheeler to get on a tennis court with me. I love tennis. I like tennis. I l- we need to do it. I get to. I love tennis during the summer. When I was gr- when I grew up, like I did that every summer at Lake Junaluska in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. 
And um, uh, a couple summers ago during quarantine, I bought a racket. And, a racket. Uh, I, I took someone with me. We, we played tennis, and it was so fun. And I'll play. Let's do it. I love tennis. I'll, let's do it. I, I actually do enjoy and tennis. And I've been telling Tommy Dawson, I'm not a golfer, but I'll go. Mm. I'm a win in Rome when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. I love that. I, Jordan Grubb has been challenging me because him and Megan are newly married. So he's been challenging me to uh, a Marriage duel in ping pong. Um, so I, I am a, I mean, not a brag, but I am probably the best in the entire world at ping pong. Um, um kind of really <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, um, I, I like you. I, I love also movies. play ping pong. Listen, we need to do it. I mean, I beat you. I I'll, mean, I'll yeah, you, are you really that good at ping pong? Yes. Are you tennis? It might be close, but ping pong. Yes. Are you really that good? Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Okay. I yeah, can't oh, yeah. tell if you're. No, I'm, I'm serious. You're really that good. Yes. Ping pong. At ping pong, I am. Really? I don't brag about a lot, but ping pong, yeah, okay. I'm good. I haven't played in a long time, but, you know, I can play. Okay. I mean, it's like tennis. You said they're like a subtle brag. I can play. I mean, I can play I enough. Dabble. I can play enough I to dabble. play. I dabble. Yeah. I can play enough to play, but. Yeah, well, I don't just dabble. I dominate. Okay. So I need you to know okay. When we play. Okay. Um, you probably would beat me then. <laughs> movies, for sure. I'll tell you something that, two things that, I don't know if you call them hobbies, because it's not like you can do it every day, but two things that are so life-giving for me mm -hmm. are. Massey's Pizza. <laughs> well, no. Travel and live music. I love concerts. Did you say every day? I said there are things that I don't know if they're hobbies because you can't do them every day. Oh, I gotcha. But when I can do them, they're life-giving for me I yeah. is, is travel. I love to get on a plane. Yeah. I love to explore new places or, or to, to visit an area with old friends. Like, yeah. I, travel fills me up. And um, travel and live music. So there's a, there's a ton of concerts coming up in uh, August. Mm -hmm. um, there's a few I went to last month. But I, I will forever love concerts, forever love travel. Those two are, they fill my tank. Yeah, that's good. Bucket. I like travel too. Mm. I like traveling. So those are good. I, so I think at, at the end of the day, uh, the the idea of this conversation is to really challenge and encourage people to say, yeah. "Have you? Do you have hobbies? Mm -hmm. Do you make time mm -hmm. for fun? Yeah, make it, time for fun. It's important, it's, and life is so short. Yeah. So prioritize it like you would anything else. I, I have a running list um, on my phone of the next few months, and in each month, concerts I'm going to prioritize or travel or and, and everybody's life looks different and priorities look different and workload looks different but mm. what does it look like to prioritize you know we're talking and i'm, I'm probably going to mention this in the message that will have come out already when this comes out but the whole idea of recreation if you look at the root of it it's recreate mm -hmm. and um your cells die and are recreated constantly mm -hmm. your soul needs to be recreated constantly mm. um and we we, we talked about, about this in a earlier podcast but we live in Are a day you saying and age. the soul exists at a cellular level yes oh mm -hmm. nice and we, we talked about this in a I podcast like earlier but we, we live in a time where even just natural circumstances are against us we are mm -hmm. indoors 93 percent of the time yeah so we're from the we're insulated from the the restorative effects of the sun and nature and beauty and then we're in a faster paced society than has ever existed in yeah. the span of history so we have a lot going against us so even more than any previous generation we're going to have to prioritize recreating our inner person mm. um, because uh, here, here's just a thought we could be some of us our joy our energy um, our positivity, our outlook on life might be deteriorating mm. because a long time ago we stopped recreating. And what does it look like to actually prioritize recreation in your life that maybe it's not a luxury, maybe it's a necessity. Mm. So have fun. So have fun. fun is, have, have fun. Find things that 
um, yeah, we just close with this. I think you could find things that you could do. Mm-hmm. I think it's always good to find things you can do in certain rhythms. So, mm-hmm. you know, yearly there's a trip or two yeah. that you would plan to take, a vacation, mm-hmm. a trip someplace else, whatever, yearly to, right? Seasonally. Mm-hmm. I think of like, okay, here in Columbus, you know, when fall season comes up, what are those fall things that you love to do? Mm-hmm. The football yeah. game, the going to pick apples, going, mm-hmm. you know, just the, the things that you can do in the fall. Winter mm-hmm. time, it could be, hey, we, we're always going to find one time to go snow skiing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could be that yeah. or... Summertime, maybe it is prioritizing to go play tennis. Yep. And guess what? You may feel guilty about leaving people. Uh, maybe if you're in a work environment or and, and and don't make a hobby an idol which you neglect your family. That's right. what I was saying. Yeah. But um, guess what? The people around you may need you to recreate. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are probably people in, in every work organization that they hope that you go on vacation because you're a nicer, better version of you when you get back. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so investing in yourself is always, as long as you do it in a healthy, um, non-self-indulgent, selfish yeah. way, investing in yourself We've is, also seen people do it to the extreme. Right. Which is, they are, because I've seen this a lot. I know a lot of guys, I want to say specifically guys, just in my circle, who have been obsessed with golf. Mm-hmm. And golf is one of those hobbies that takes a long time and mm-hmm. costs money. Yeah. And so I, I know people that would go golfing two, three, four times a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're talking about yeah. that's, an, that's a part-time job. Right. <laughs> and so you, if you're yeah. single or if your kids are grown up or, you know, you, you have a little bit more time, maybe right. that's fine. But don't mm-hmm. leave people in the dust. Yeah. To yeah. go do this. And so I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Keep that balance in there. So, it's, yeah. it's, you know, that's the whole... God gave us a rhythm of, hey, you could work six, but you take one off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not take five off, work two. Right. You know? Right. And so I think there's still something innate in all of us where we need to create. Mm-hmm. But then we also need to recreate. Yeah. We need it's to. The balance. And procreate. Okay. No, that's not. I, that <laughs> no, one was no, no. not supposed to fit on there. Um, I, was, uh, I was thinking about, um, do you remember Judas Smith's book? He came out with like How's your soul? seven years ago. How's your soul? Mm-hmm. Remember the four R's he gave for nope. a healthy life? Um. Rest. Why do you remember him? Because uh, it's so good. Okay. And I was listening to him and, and Chelsea's newest podcast. Oh, good so faith. He, he mentioned it he again. He went back to it. Um, rest, relationships, restriction, and responsibility. That a, a healthy life has those four in balance. Responsibility. So, yeah, if you're, if you're golfing five days a week and you got responsibility, yeah. it, your, your work, uh, p- part of living a rewarding, fulfilling life that's filled with joy is you, you, you are meaningfully working. Work, yeah. Work's a gift. It's yeah. not a curse to be avoided. Yep. Responsibility. Restriction. Um, saying no to yourself is healthy. Yep. Don't say yes to everything. Say, it's a good way to get in trouble. Yeah. Being able to say no to yourself is a really healthy thing. Um, and to others when you need to. So uh, responsibility, restriction, relationships. Life, the quality of life is the quality of relationships. Relationship with God, your relationship with others. Agree. And then rest. Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you have a soul day? And are you doing? So recreation? he was missing the fifth one. What's that? Recreation. Recreation. Well, I'm. He kind of. He kind of combined. I think he, he. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, how, how are you resting? How are you recreating? Yeah. How are you filling up the human inside of you? Gotcha. I love it. So good. Let us know your hobbies. Let us know ideas for fun. What do you do for fun? Yeah. And uh, Phil Wheeler or anybody else, if you're watching, you want to play? Tennis? I'll play you in Head tennis. Up. Okay. When? Let's not just say it. When we're going to do it. I don't know. Tonight? 
No. Okay. We can't do it tonight. Tomorrow I'm night. busy. No, can't do it tomorrow night. Okay. I probably can't do it the rest of this week, and then I'm traveling because mm. mm. I do that for a hobby. And um, but when we get back, I'm serious. Let's I would, do it. I would, I would be glad to go play tennis. Oh, I enjoy that. tennis. I haven't played it in. It's a such long a good time. workout too. It is. You get moving if you play with mm-hmm. somebody that's decent at getting the ball back across the net. Yep. <laughs> then, yep. Then you can have a lot of fun. I just have to be careful. I don't throw my shoulder out because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that you it doesn't matter scale. I well, I just I that first serve. Yeah. I just swing for the fences. Yeah. And it's like it might make it in eight percent of the time, yeah. but if it does, you're not returning it. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. the second one's a dink. So mm-hmm. then it's really hard because then mm-hmm. it's really easy to return. So that's kind of been my strategy. Mm-hmm. It's like I get that first serve in, you aren't returning it, but I probably won't get it in most times. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my and then I just run real hard. Just go to Wimbledon one day. Uh, uh Wimbledon? Yeah. That'd be so fun. That little town yeah. that surrounds yeah. it. Yeah. I think I'd rather go to um uh, again, we're getting way off yeah. and we're done. But I would rather go to the uh, Masters. That would be fun too. I would love to go to the Masters. That'd That's so kind of like bucket list. If there's a sporting event to go to, it's the Masters. Mm. Anyways. All let right. Us know. Let us know what you do to have fun. We'll see you next week.